0: It's getting crazy in here today.
1: Breakdown. Go ahead
0: and give it to me. What's up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast, episode 134. We're getting so close to that ever-elusive 150. I've got Swags here today. Not going to bring them in yet, because we got the madman
1: himself. What's up, man? About time you have. know it. Thanks for having me. I am here. I'm awake. Normally, I'm used to you know taping right before bedtime, like midnight on a you know week or something. So I'm wide awake, man. Two cups of coffee.
2: I'm ready to get started. Nice. Yeah, those late nights get to you, don't they?
1: Yeah, and I'm not getting any younger, so yeah, got to get up. And we don't sleep in around here, so up by seven even on the weekend. So yeah, <laughs> you got to be careful when you, when you get up there, you know. Yep. Some of those evenings, yourself.
2: like even uh, last night, we got done recording um super flexible and i was kind of jacked up like i usually am after we record to drink and then yep. i went and sat down on the couch for a quick minute and i was just like oh my god i'm so tired like i just i was done cashed like so you like, I that? Stayed up until like three o'clock. <laughs> but uh madman is jeremy jeremy is from the dynasty trades hq podcast to anybody that does not know um I don't know. Have you done any writing or anything else lately? Or is that just kind of your... Uh, not lately.
1: Yeah, I, u- I used to write uh, quite, quite often. Uh, really just edit for all Dynasty of, Football Factory. All of us used Now and do the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? Uh, don't edit quite as much anymore. We have a great team over there. And I, I did just start uh, writing at Fantasy Pros, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. Um, oh, sweet. First uh, original penned article hasn't come out yet. I, I did um, contribute to a mock draft, a startup where at number four overall in a startup, I took Christian McCaffrey, uh, PPR league. Um, and okay. I don't think that raised as many eyebrows as somebody that took uh, Tyreek Hill early. But, uh, you know, I have reasons for taking Christian McCaffrey there. He's actually a big, big time buy for me. I don't care what you have to pay for him. Get your uh, your newer newer version of Marshall Falk on your roster at any price kind of thing. So, I don't yeah, that so Was that uh, super
2: flexible or one quarterback?
1: Uh, so I well, I think it was uh, you know what That's I've done so many mock drafts recently. I think it was a one quarterback PPR league.
2: Okay, but I'll, yeah, I'll to that.
1: Now, now I sound really uh, educated. I don't even know. He took him four draft overall. Draft. To drink? <laughs> four, yeah, that's all
0: right. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think there's a decent mix of guys right there in that four five six yeah. range. You kind of want your guy. McCaffrey yeah. seems safe, even if even if something's wrong with Cam. You know, me and Swags will talk about that. I think that probably only means more McCaffrey. You just hope he holds
1: up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think he has. You know, I mean, my argument was that he has been a bell cow. I mean, well, not a bell cow. That's kind of a.
0: Yeah, but 300 plus charges every week, and, you know, every year at Stanford, too. It's not like he wasn't toting the rock there.
1: Yeah, they say, oh, you know, he's definitely not going to be a bell cow back, except that, you know, the statistics have shown that he is a workhorse back. I mean, in the number, he even had, um, you know, a, a high number of carries. Um, he had you know, usage in, in the passing game. I mean, this is a guy that was on the field for like over ninety five percent of Carolina's plays. You know, snaps. So he, he's it's a not little a more versatile than some
2: away. of your stereotypical Bell Cow backs. Right? Yeah, I'm I he's mid- producing
0: like them. Sure. I missed know. on a couple of bets against McCaffrey at the beginning of the year against Swags, thinking thinking that uh old fat boy himself, CJ Anderson, would get a few more carries. Nope, it's all C M C. Obviously yeah. now, but
1: I think a lot of people were there that there's going to be some kind of balance given what, you know, Stewart had done the year before, but yeah, no need. I mean, he's out there every play. Um, it's sustainable yep. too. That's the thing. Some of these backs, is Todd Gurley going to score 17 touchdowns every year running, you know, rushing the football. I don't know if you can count on it. It's possible. Ezekiel Elliott, I, I love him, but he's like maxed out. He's like that little guy that's gotten as big as he can through weightlifting. He's just not going to get
2: anything.
1: <laughs> we've seen his ceiling. And I love that sure. guy. He's my favorite running back. But I think CMC, we haven't seen all of him. He didn't have a lot of touchdowns last year. Um, I think 13 total touchdowns. um, But he had the third most touches in the red zone out of running backs. That's sustainable. Now, he didn't get all those touchdowns that, you know, Todd Gurley got. But he could get more touchdowns, even get the same fantasy points through um you know less reps you know fewer touches I just think it's a guy that you should get because what he's doing is sustainable because of the balance he's catching the ball and running the ball and you know he's not getting beat up like some of the backs but I don't think it matters I I think the guy's tougher than people expect it
0: so we can just kind of jump right into what this episode is going to be and we've talked about it a little bit you know beforehand but guys we want to buy not necessarily buy low but guys we just want a piece of you're willing to take McCaffrey at one Oh four. Is he somebody you're willing to pay up for to try to acquire now? Is there, have you seen any kind of downtick on, on the news of cam or you, are you seeing him go for a lot right now or even moved?
1: I haven't seen any movement on cam. I haven't paid you know, great attention to that. You know, I know he's dealing, dealing with that injury, but um, I don't know that it, you know, that it matters to me long-term in a dynasty league, you know, Christian McCaffrey's so young, mm-hmm. um, you know he's just starting his career. Has isn't even really in his prime yet. I, I just think that's a player that you, you can't go wrong getting. Of course, he could get an injury. Anybody could get an injury. Um, but right now, last last year, this is just why last year in PPR points he led the league mm-hmm. in points. He's tied with Saquon Barkley, um, which is also another awesome player to get your hands on. Only four quarterbacks had more points, uh, and uh, you know, and that's in a six point per touchdown. Scoring right, four quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson was tied with McCaffrey in PPR nice. plays. Yeah. That that's insane production um, out of the running back position. And so it's one of the few players that I'm fine drafting at the top and not worrying about it. I'm not going to go for a receiver, um, you know, at the top of a startup draft um, like like I used to do. Um, I've definitely turned that around a bit and, and going for the running back. So I mean, you're talking about a kid who's 22 years old, right? He'll be 23 this season. Um, prime time for running backs. And I'm not really worried about um, Cam Newton as much as you know people might think. Um, sure. You know, he's—I don't know that it matters what quarterback is playing in that system for a guy like McCaffrey to be successful, right? Receivers, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, quarterbacks love to dump it off to running backs, especially when you have good ones like Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel. When it's built into the offense, you should be able to—you know—it's basically built-in dump offs on every play. So I'm yeah, not concerned I- with his production long term at all
0: even if it is that next quarterback coming in, even, you know, to, even if
1: Cam is injured for whoever it is, it's going to look for that easy throw down to McCaffrey. Yeah. Not saying the offense won't, you know, maybe take a step back or anything like that. Sure. It's probable, but I, I think you just got to buy this kid. Uh, but I mean, there are tons of players like that. That's one that I like. Um, there are players that I don't like that. I think people should buy too, because I, I think they're a value right now. And that's like Joe Mixon. I've never been the biggest fan of his, um, you know, Uh-oh. David Johnson, um, you know, Mixon for, for various reasons, but Mixon, his price point right now, I think he still pre- presents a value. And then David Johnson right now is a player that you can get at a value price and, you know, maybe not deliver like he used to, but guys aren't expecting him to. And they're trying to get out from under him on the roster. So those are just a few of the running backs kind of that have been in the league.
2: See, I'd rather so, go out and get Chase Edmonds super cheap.
1: Oh, yeah, that is just cheap. Sure. The that the cheaper. Sure.
2: Yeah, I don't know, at least in that offense. So you mentioned that mock draft and you got McCaffrey 104. I'm assuming it went Barkley, Gurley, Zeke, or no?
1: Yeah, no, man, I'll tell you what, it was strange. Um, This isn't the best mock draft, um, you know, to rest your laurels on. I just thought it was – I was going – Christian McCaffrey with my fourth pick, as long as he was still there anyway. But Barkley went number one. That's fine. Tyreek Hill went number two. Wow. DeAndre Hopkins at number three. Gurley was still on the board when I took McCaffrey. Wow. I intentionally did that. And I wanted to oh generate goodness. a little bit of heat there. But it did come down to McCaffrey and Gurley. Kamara was also there. And Ezekiel Elliott, that was the top seven.
2: So would you do that trade straight up on an existing team, McCaffrey for Gurley, to get I mean, McCaffrey on your team?
1: It would depend. I mean, all this stuff, you know, context matters. I, I like, I likely would, um, you know, make that deal, but, but I wouldn't be simply because I'd expect to get even more out of girly because of, you know, I'm not going to be silly about it and just give it away. Right. You know, the value, even if
2: you like McCaffrey more at this point, you still understand the value.
1: Would I be fine with replacing Gurley on my team with McCaffrey? I would on my dynasty teams. Yeah. I, but I, I
2: want to get a little bit
1: more. Yeah. Yeah. That's not necessarily the right answer, but that's how I feel about that. Um,
2: no, I know what you mean. I, I love get 2
1: years younger and not those knees. I hear you. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. It was even uh so the other day I acquired Calvin Ridley and mm-hmm. when I first approached the Ridley owner, I started with I was going to give him DJ Moore and uh 2022, but I wanted Calvin Ridley. And a 2021st. So the trade talks went on for right. a couple days, and needless to say, he ended up getting my Ridley two 2020s. Oh no, I got his Ridley, sorry, and he got my more and two twenty twenties. I didn't get anything back. So I I I just got Ridley. I I have more valued higher, but I want Ridley more. If that makes sense. And so I didn't care about the value, really, but I I still understand how people value the players, but I ended up paying up to where it tilted in his favor getting the picks, and I got no picks, but when I came to him, I wanted a first, and he was only going to get a 20-20 second, and it ended up me giving him two 20-20 seconds. You have like eight picks in the first two rounds in that. In hey, sometimes
1: you need to do it sometimes you have to do that i think i mean you know not. i'm not going to do that every year but there are teams where i would love to have all those first round picks and by the way your trade i you know could be any player that you were trying to get you you love ridley you wanted him i don't fault you for that at all i don't really care about those 2020 second round picks yeah
2: and that's 2020, kind of the way it got.
1: so far down the road we're trying to win now i mean yeah you want to have assets on your roster and not I don't think anybody that I'm in leagues with necessarily goes into a startup draft. I only want to win this season and then I'm out. I mean, I don't like why play in dynasty. If you're going to be like that, it happens. I get it. I just, I want to win now and later. And I think you can do that. And what you gave away is just so far down the road. I don't even know what the net present value is on a 2021. Oh, it's supposed to be a great class, but it's not helping me for two seasons. Yeah. Basically. And I want, I want assets now. And what's, I mean, just like anybody else, cash in hand, right? Money now is worth more than money tomorrow or next year. So you can always get those twenty twenties back. I guess is the bottom line for me.
2: Yep. And if I don't, I'm still hat. I wanted Ridley. Like that was a move I wanted yeah. to really make in that league. I wanted to sell DJ Moore. And so, I respect that. Yeah, I uh, I went at the Ridley owner just because I figured I don't know they're both fresh in the air off their rookie season, kind of compared mm-hmm. a lot and and I was ready to sell more. I just kind of wanted out. I think he's going to be a wide receiver too, just because of that offense and everything we said about McCaffrey, even going into that. Yes.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of action on that offense. It's hard for one guy other than McCaffrey to cut into that production on a, on a regular consistent basis. I I like that you went after the player that you want. Um, I give Shane Manila on the dynasty trades HQ podcast. I give him shit all the time about, um, you know, (laughs) The trades he makes, but the one thing that I've come to admire about him is that he is not afraid to go after the guys he wants he, yep. he'll he'll do what it takes to get that player. and to him, you know it's not the the value or what's going on in the trade. the value to him is that he got the guy that he believes in that he wants and then he can go forward. so I mean you know different uh, different ways to uh, whatever skin a cat right there's just different ways <laughs> sure done and I just I like playing with people who go for the players that they want instead of just production and just names um. Because that's a fun league to be in, right? I mean, you oh, absolutely.
2: You
1: uh, sometimes it's I
2: appease too, just like you like a, yep. and that I, yep. that sounds so lame. But I mean, sometimes you just get sick of looking at a certain player in your lineup, and you're like, oh man, I got to get out of this. Like, don't care what he does next year. This is my belief, but I'm I got to move on.
1: Yep, amen.
2: So with that said, spoiler alert: Calvin Ridley is one of my buys. Yeah, it's a spoiler.
1: <laughs> Yeah, you're paying for him, but you know, uh, what he's done, he can do, he can do more, um, and, and be better. And I thought he had a really good season. I mean, well, I mean, I'm not even looking at the numbers. He did have a really good season, yep. especially the week where he scored three touchdowns and beat me in my home league. The guy had a crappy team, but he, he won anyways. thanks to Calvin Ridley, really. yep. which he didn't even know. You know just <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. That's the worst. That is the when
2: worst season. they sucks. have someone like Calvin that, Ridley.
1: Thought... <laughs> not even kidding you, man. I got I got beaten by the guy in the league that pays the least attention and knows the least about fantasy football. It was I mean, it was like a mockery of myself that week.
2: Yeah, so. That's the worst, but I, mean, I love the Matt, McCaffrey by really, too. Yeah. I I can't I can't put him in front of the other three running backs we talked about though. To be honest with you,
1: yeah, I mean that's tough to do. I mean you just kind of have to come up with a list, right? We were talking the oh, guys absolutely. we mentioned,
2: but I love the buy.
1: Yeah, I think the Ridley buy. You know, back to running backs because I, I thought this was pretty interesting. You know, McCaffrey Mixon, David Johnson, carry on Johnson too. There are plenty of players um, that to go after, but the big one for me assuming he plays again, and I think he will, is Kareem Hunt. What the guy yeah. didn't even play the last, what, five weeks of the season, and he was still a running – he finished the year as a running back, running back one. <laughs> yeah. Running back one, he missed like, you know, not half the season, but, you know, pretty damn close. Yeah. That, that's insane. And, I, you know, he might not be on the – you know, he's not going to be a Kansas City Chief, so perhaps he doesn't get the same usage, but, you know, you can get him for a song at this point.
0: Yeah. I'm stoked! And I'll have to change a two-minute breakdown question because you already answered it. But good job, you.
2: Hey man, but you're doing really what? good. But you, yeah, do you're you doing good though. <laughs> He's going to be the first one to finish the two-minute breakdown without like hearing any of the yet, questions,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> we him calling bullshit here. Like, this, oh, this, right. this shenanigans is going on. Um, I think Swags gave me all, all the information for the show. I was kidding. I was crazy, because he gave me questions, but I didn't even use all of his. Oh, shit. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Madman, you brought up some uh, Joe Mixon. hate, and I know my boy Swags has some love, so why? Yeah, I remember. I
1: why remember he's why a fan. Why, why not, are we so down on him there? I'm not down on him. He's just not, okay. you know, he's just somebody that I didn't have um, a lot of belief in. I mean, listen, I'm not going to hate on him to the point where I don't trade for him or buy him or whatever. Um, but I mean, he proved last year his worth. And the thing about him, you can get him more cheaply than guys like Ezekiel Elliott, but you know, down the line, he's probably going to give you the same production. Yeah, like very I said, similar. a guy like Zeke, who I love, um, I think he, he was practically the entire Cowboys offense at one point, half right. the first half of the season. And he still didn't finish as running back one. You know, he didn't have the productivity with all that usage, all those touches that he got. So um, but it, whereas a guy like Mixon still kind of scratching the surface of his potential and mm. you can get him at a much lower cost than you can get a guy like Zeke, um, or Gurley. So that's my reason for, for buying him is that future product productivity is going to outweigh what you paid.
2: Yeah. Do so you I'm got looking, any buys? Oh, you I'm did?
0: looking, hold on. I'm looking at fantasy pros here and, uh, for 2019 rankings up since you're writing over there. Um, Joe Mixon is RB six. We got Melvin Gordon right behind him at RB seven. And mm-hmm. then uh, RB8 is Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb at RB9. Are we taking Mixon ahead of all three of those? Oh, that'd be yeah, so swag a tough is. choice. To <laughs> to <laughs> swag like, yeah. I had yeah. to come down to Chubb just to make sure I got him in, though. Mixon's at 10, Chubb's down at 17. So everybody else is in between that range right there.
2: Oh, man. I think that makes Dalvin sound like a pretty nice buy, too. At RB8 at 16, just in front of your boy, Nick Chubb.
0: You're taking Chubb over Devin, aren't you? Aren't you swag? Uh, man, you do the same.
1: I, I am. I, I'm yeah. biased, though. I love Chubb, and he's he's a Browns player. So yeah. I'm, I'm taking him. If it comes close, you know, comes to a sort of I'm not real sure here, uh, you got to you gotta take the Chubb.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Badman likes taking
1: the Chubb. Got it. <laughs> give it. Give him the Chubb. No, I'll give you the Chubb. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna keep rolling here into James Conner at RB
1: eleven.
0: I know where Swag sits on this one, Madman. Do you believe he is the RB in Pittsburgh next year to own?
1: Maybe next year, but I'm not paying. You know what people want for him at, at that position. Um, mm-hmm. It's very, it's very possible he, he's the starter again. I thought he did a really great job this year. Um, but you know the thing about the Steelers offense, and I don't want to keep beating this drum, but we've seen all kinds of running backs be successful in that offense that that offensive line is just great <clears throat> at, at giving that that machine the go right that mm-hmm. for, for the passing game the pass blocking uh, the, the running plays I mean I think what D'Angelo what's what's his name D'Angelo Andrew Williams the wrestler like now wrestler now yeah <laughs> I, that he was super successful I mean everybody they plug in Jalen Samuels, I mean, there's another guy that could take some, some more carries away. I think mm-hmm. he's getting better. I just think that it doesn't matter who you plug in there is the thing. And James Conner isn't the guy that, you know, they spent a lot to get. So what worries me is if they draft somebody. Because um, mm-hmm. Steelers love to draft guys and the right guys and plug them in. They do it at receiver. Bye-bye. We'll see you later, Antonio Brown. We're just going to plug someone in. Hey, remember when this happened to you? You know, when right. you got plugged in, when another smartass left. It, it's just how they do it. And so that that's part of it, too. If you can get him in a startup, I'm just a little reluctant, knowing what I know about the Steelers' offense.
0: So same regard, then James Conner, Damian Williams, aren't they kind of the same guy? It's it's just the offense, right? I mean, I get physically they're different in how they approach the game, but if you just yeah. want the if you just want the running back in that offense, I don't I don't care what the team's willing to pay. Like, why do they need to spend right. more money then if if you're getting away with it with that player that's there? Well, Both I I mean, teams need to draft some, draft the guy to have it or bring in a veteran presence just to have a body. You know, they're mm-hmm. sitting at two guys both sides. But why do they need to spend money then on Lev or you know, clearly they won't, or even bringing in another guy if they're getting away with a rookie at it.
1: Yeah, no, clearly that's that's possible. And and then of course you've got the starting running back for that mm-hmm. team. Um yeah, I don't I don't fault anyone for getting those players, especially the, the ones who got Damien off the waiver wire, right? Um okay. that, that's that's <laughs> hella value right there there I just I you know in a startup I'm going to go for those guys but I'll tell you what someone will get those players before I do probably Um, someone will be willing to pay more than I'm willing to pay but yeah there's no nothing says that they're going to those teams are going to draft running backs and these guys are no longer going to be starters they they very well may be starters next year so you know it's just one of those you know flip a coin I guess kind of things Um, you have to decide for yourself I don't have the right answer there I don't even know I couldn't put you Connor think, at though? 11. I mean, as that's far as Williams sure. goes, what'd you say? Sorry. I couldn't no put joke.
2: Connor at 11. That's for sure.
1: No, too high. Well,
2: and, and Damian Williams, Williams,
1: though, I think if he no, keeps that, that
2: job, I think he's going to be a productive back because of the offense there. But I, I agree. I can't pay that price range for him. I don't believe in the future quite the same. I think that um, he's replaceable, like, I mean, if Kareem Hunt was replaceable, Damian Williams definitely is replaceable. I, sure. I could see right. him drafting a running back. Or maybe I hate to do it to drink, but bring up TJ Yeldon again. Maybe put him there, somebody like that. Yeah. They don't have a lot of money, though, yeah, that's- do they?
0: No. And again, I just, I don't understand. Like, I, I feel like it's got to be draft because you can get him for so cheap. Fourth, fifth round guys, you know, cost you a couple hundred grand against the cap. Not, you know, even Yeldon, I, I got to figure it's probably going to come in. Four, five, six million dollars a year, easy. Yep. Like if not a little more. So,
1: yeah,
0: it's not. True. Yeah, I get guys yeah. right now because there are people like me that believe, and you know what I said, that they're going to be the guys there, and you can't snag them for cheap. I'm just, it was more in relation to what you said about Connor, and like that's another situation there where I get the argument where it doesn't matter the running back in place, but they are currently the running back in place.
1: Yeah, no, and I'm a grinder with this stuff. I mean, I you you can't hold so close to the cuff on things that you're, you know, inflexible. Those guys are great to have. I think I'm in the camp though, that if I own them, I'm selling them for whatever I can get as much as possible. I'm going to capitalize on my investment and get out before the situation maybe changes for the negative. Uh, And not, not out of fear, just looking ahead to see, you know, what I can get for them. Uh, Right now is the perfect time. You know, as far as buys go, my God, this is the best time of year to get rookie picks, you know, to trade for those picks, um, trade away stuff and, and, and load up on those picks because you know what happens as every day we get closer to the, to the NFL draft, those picks just become more and more valuable, yeah, just silly stuff happens. through the mystique of the draft. I mean, nothing changes um, rookie
2: fever. Um, no, yeah.
1: Rookie fever, buddy. You'll, you'll I, get I, some I, stupid
2: I, offers rejected, even like trades that you're yep. happy people didn't didn't take just because you wanted to get into the draft. Like, I remember some of the stuff I was offering just like, oh, well, I'll give you Alshon. I just want to pick. And then you end up being like, wow, I'm really glad I have <laughs> Alshon. And I mean, he didn't even have an amazing year, you know, but, and we're talking like when we're getting to the one tens and like the second rounders and people are still so stubborn to not give you that 201 because they wanted Gaseki instead of Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> right, you know what I mean. I mean that's the kind of stuff that happens. Or they're stuck with Ronald Jones right now because they were that stubborn. And and I've been the guy. Don't get me wrong, but those, like you said, man, those picks, the value goes up. The the allure of being able to take a pick and being in that draft and that enjoyment is worth something to a lot of people.
1: Absolutely. Yep. And thanks for the t- the tricky question. The Damian Williams, James Conner, those situations. <laughs> those, those are tough, man. That that's some of the tougher. Um, situations to really analyze and figure out for yourself, let alone, you know, talking about um, it's, yeah. Uh, I would be more interested pick in
2: Damien. I think he's a little cheaper, maybe. Definitely cheaper. Oh, yeah. For sure, cheaper.
0: And I think the upside is is close to the same. If we get it for the full year I know Williams yep. has never put together huge, uh, you know, year, year yardage marks or whatever. But in the short amount of games that he's actually been the guy, his numbers are solid. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit farther down here to two guys i got Leonard fournette rb 16 and darius guys at 17 i feel like at this point you probably can't guys get guys for cheap because that guy's been holding on to him but what about fournette are we are we still in a window where you're trying to get it from a panicked owner do you guys buy into Leonard fournette moving forward especially at rb 16
2: i think you can still buy low not as low as you could a couple weeks ago but i think you can still buy low on fournette speaking for fournette
1: yeah, no, I mean, 100% agree with that um, as far as buying him low, but I'm not going after him. Um, I mean, I think
0: – Are you looking at I've
1: seen what other running backs have done in that same offense. Uh, so I'm not not thrilled with him, but um, what would you ask me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not sure. I think you answered it again, though. I'll take no, it. No,
1: but, yeah, selling him is, is – I don't really have – Okay, are you trying time. to sell him? I, I would probably hold him for now and see if his value you know rises because it's still sure. low. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's how I, I just look at how the market fluctuates and, and a buyer and a seller, depending on, on how that goes, you know, I, people talk about, oh, you're going to hold, you know, buy, hold and sell. Well, I'm going to hold all my great players. But if they become so valuable that, you know, to you, I'll sell them easily, you know.
2: So would you rather buy Fournette or Hunt?
1: Hunt for me. Yeah. I mean, Fournette, you know, has a job, right? So it almost seems crazy to say that. Um, but I think the price is what probably pretty low on Hunt right now and a little yep. higher for Fournette. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Yeah. I mean, I, if if you can get Fournette cheaply, then you, you need to do it. You, you'd be a fool not to. And that goes for a lot of players that are, you know, putting up uh, 113. Will you give me a points? twenty
2: twenty first?
1: <laughs> Would I? For Leonard Fournette? No, no, no. And, and yeah, no. Yeah, I'd be reluctant I feel like that's to I give away a twenty twenty first for almost
2: anything. <laughs> the guy that just said he doesn't mind throwing away those picks that are so far away will not I'll give, give you one a twenty point twenty point. second. No, no way. About that? Nope.
0: Yeah, that's what you said was straight trash, and you don't care about. Got it. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, and, yeah, but that doesn't mean one man's trash is another
0: it's, man's it's, treasure, though. I'm mean, trash for trash here. It Doesn't matter.
1: Can't um, do. It. I think I, I can do trash better. For trash. <laughs> Yeah, you, you could. I, I'm not going to pay for the guy though. What about any of these uh, guys
0: that that we saw get injured last year? Cooper Cup, Will Fuller. Like, are are we too late into buying those guys a little cheaper, or you still want to go get it? Are we looking for those, you know, hamstring injuries and ankle injuries to come up coming back from these ACLs, which we tend to see? Uh, we saw it out of Fuller always before, even. But do you guys want any part of those? They're. Just kind of in the range where they're at here. Wide receiver twenty four Cooper Cup. We go all the way down to twenty nine for Fuller. And there's at least a full rounds worth of picks in between there.
1: Ugh. I'm always looking for value, so and I like both of those players too. Um, I don't know that Cooper Cup's value in the recent past has been this low. You know, coming off that injury, he's somebody to look at. But even more than that, Fuller. I don't think I've ever paid more than a second round pick for Will Fuller. Um, and I think that's amazing value, even if he's a wide receiver three. You uh, have like, certain when you know who's used in the offense. So yeah, yeah, would yeah, I mean,
2: you, you would you trade exactly. Leonard Fournette straight up for Will Fuller?
1: <laughs> you, guys, you guys really know how to crack the nut, man. You
2: Really know how to solve someone
1: on the spot. <laughs> Let's get let's get Madman to say something really stupid. Uh, I'm just, well, because I'm, be I'm straight all straight about buying Cooper <laughs>
2: Cup, but I want no interest in Will Fuller. I'm not giving you. A, I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I don't team know. Team I'm team not good. even going to piss on the deal for you. <laughs> <laughs> no incentive at all. I got I don't know. Yeah, I,
1: I buy Will Fuller because he's cheap. And, um, you know, when he plays, if you think he's going to return that value. He has for me. I mean, it was a disappointing again last year, but I was fine giving a second-round pick for him, uh, which wasn't a high second-round pick. At, yeah, I probably would have I'd
2: given play. you a second last year, though.
1: Yeah. Now he's probably even cheaper because people think, he, like you, that he's getting hurt all the time. Um, I don't know that I'd give Fournette for Fuller. I'd expect more, right? I mean, I if I did that just because I like a player – Selling low on Fournette, you should be able to get more than a Will Fuller. And, and so, man, no, no, I don't know exactly how
2: you build your teams, but I, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna go to Two Drink on this. But so if Two Drink is buying Will Fuller, he's never gonna use him because he's so stacked at wide receiver and he doesn't trust Will Fuller enough.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And I and again, I don't know how you build your teams or what you're looking like at wide receiver, but I feel like he's that player that. The minute you start him, he gets hurt or has his bad game, and then you start to then you don't trust him. Then you trust him again. Then you trust him, and he screws yeah, you over. And so that's yeah, where I I'm build at my with team through Fuller. depth.
1: I build my teams. I, I like to have depth, right? okay. um, especially at quarterback,
2: um, running back guy, head, wide so. receiver guy.
1: Um, wide receiver, I think is e- it's easier to build depth at wide receiver. I think if you don't have a stud at running back, then you're gonna have to have some depth. Um, but you know, I always have at least one. Um, strong player at a position. But I mean, I, I build it like I, I'm sure a lot of people do. I like to have a stable of wide receivers, though, and I don't quit on them early either. So wide receiver that I'm buying now, which I didn't think anybody would, or that I'd be saying right now is Brashad Perriman for the Browns because of the way that I, I kind of so,
2: like that, though, and he's so cheap.
1: I just got him, I think, for, let me see, I'll have to look at this auction. It's like Maybe a throwing deal. Months. Yeah. Sure, but I'm, I mean, I'm in an auction draft right now, startup oh, yeah. draft. I think I'm getting him for $2 yeah. on a $1,000 budget. That's how cheap we're talking oh, about. Yeah. Sure.
2: And he's still, what, 25 or 26 I years mean. old?
1: Yep, 25. You know, but here's the First thing. He... Raphael and the giant
0: predator-looking man. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And all the jokes aside, because he, he was awful. He's still better than Kevin White, and I drafted <laughs> over White every, every chance I got. Yep. He still has turned out better uh, slightly, but they've both been busts. It's been terrible. Um, I, I got rid of him in a couple places, and I, I, I think I cut, him, you know, I cut him in one league and then someone else picked him up because I just had him for so long and he was just taking up space. Now he's in an offense with a quarterback in Baker Mayfield that can really launch the shit out of the ball, a coach that wants him to do it, and now <laughs> an offensive coordinator that they're bringing in, and Todd Monken, who wants him to do it. They're going to have big plays, splash plays, you know, heading down the field. Who better? He showed it at the end of the season, Rashad Perriman, to catch some of those. Consistently, consistently no. But a, end of your roster, end of your bench, wide receiver, just to stash there in case of an injury, I, I think two bucks is is plenty worth it.
2: Baker made everybody relevant except Jarvis Landry.
1: Yes, it's true, man. He made everybody <laughs> relevant, which is something you don't mm-hmm. say about the Browns. You, know, you want one player on the team, the kicker, and then you move on.
2: I mean, even Higgins, we were talking about that last night too. Like that mm-hmm. yeah. So you got to wonder what's going to happen. Two Drink, you mentioned they're both free agents, Pierman and Higgins, last night. They are. Yeah. So they could very well be moving on.
1: They're trying to sign up. The Browns are, I'm sure one of those guys will, will stick around. I like Higgins to be a, I always expected he'd become a, a good possession receiver, you know, a receiver B or C on your team. That's just kind mm-hmm. of that steady eddy every game. And, you know, maybe not someone you're using on your fantasy teams, but a, maybe a wide receiver three in production and, and somebody that you can start on those bye weeks But, you know, Perriman, I, I think he, he might test free agency. I think he'd be stupid. At This point, yeah, he finally, you know, sniff success of the two guys. I think he would be foolish to not re sign with Brown, but who knows? He might. I, I think might it'd be
2: the it. best situation for somebody like you who is going out to buy him as well. Like, if he stays in Cleveland, like that's where I want Pyramid right now,
1: yeah. But for that two bucks I just paid in the, in the auction, you know, oh, yeah, big deal. It's a not even, I mean, I'm, I'm it's such a, a low risk to take.
2: What are you doing there, Goodness. slow draft?
1: Yeah, slow auction. Uh, it's a, it's just a really, you know, long auction, right? We I nominate bet. two players a day, you know, at a dollar and then it's just it's it's dragging on. And um, I think I already got Paramin. But if not, I you know his his bid was holding at um, two bucks. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: so you said That's you nominate done. two players a game. Does that mean everybody in the league nominates two players? A two day? players a
1: day. We we can. Yeah. And,
2: and then I mean, you if we b- don't, everybody bids us. on them for the whole day. And then at the end of the day, it's over.
1: Oh, no, it, it continues. I mean, the bids.
2: Until somebody bids does a bid, way. yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, until there's no bid for, I think, 12 hours, then, mm-hmm. uh, okay. then, then you get it.
0: Are you, a, are you a wait till the last minute and, and put that bid <laughs> in? Just to piss swags off? Start the 12 hours. Um, back up.
1: I have done that, but, you know, the, my reasons aren't to be an asshole and ha-ha, because you know someone's going to get you back, and it sucks to be on the receiving end of it. But I did. I think there were 10 minutes left on AJ Green, but I didn't realize it. I was working all day, and I finally took a yeah. break. And that I go man. in and I, I just bid on everybody that's on the board at the same time, which isn't the best tactic, but I have no choice. So I go in and I bid on all of these guys and I see, oh shit, AJ Green, there's 10 minutes left. And I, and I bid him up and I end up winning him. And the guy in the thread was just like, oh my God, I'm, you know, I'm triggered. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Oh, you know what? I got Paramin for a dollar on a thousand dollar budget. I thought been nice. i bid him up. I'll send you the screenshot in case you guys don't believe me. Uh, we, I, I just we got believe you. Just this
0: morning. I'm going to need to see it. uh.
1: (laughs) Nobody probably cares. But that's just funny because there are players like that that were irrelevant. And that's what I love about this game. Irrelevant. The beginning of last season. Goes to the Browns and now I'm taking him in an auction. I mean, seriously. He would have sat on waivers forever. Yep.
0: Got him for a dollar. But yeah.
1: (laughs) I paid more for James Washington. I still will. Um, Deshaun Hamilton and Jamison Crowder right now after his injuries. Kind of like with Fuller. But Crowder's proven his productivity Um, in that offense, if he can stay healthy. I mean, people are, I don't know, they've forgotten about him, but he's a huge value for me right now. And I know you're not talking about just buying low, but those are guys I'm after. I like those too, though,
0: yeah. Yep. Definitely take some James Washington. I'm going to come back to running backs here. No! Yep, (laughs) too bad. RB, mute him for a second. Jesus. (laughs) 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 Kenya Drake, RB30, and Jarek McKinnon, RB32. Anybody, I feel like, uh, do we believe McKinnon's the guy? If so, that's a decent buy right there. Spot, I'm, I'm not a huge McKinnon guy. I think that's good split up. But what about Drake? Do we believe he's the only guy? Do we get Frank Gore to come back? Little step up from Balage.
2: I like Balage. I, I, I don't like own shares Balazs. or want shares of either of those players.
1: <laughs> Is it because of the Adam Gate, the curse of Adam, Adam Gase? or uh, hmm. can't talk this morning.
2: I mean, McKinnon might still have something to do with all the injuries and Matt Asiata, to be honest with you. I don't I don't think <laughs> he's that great. We haven't really – I mean, we did see him a little bit at the beginning of the year. We love how that offense uses their running backs, but I don't want McKinnon. I sold out quick. Um, Drake, I don't know. I'm just not sold on it yet. And it's, it's so hard to put stock into what the past – coaching regime did to a player but i didn't love what i saw of drake this year
1: i'm not a huge fan but i think you know like we were talking about starting running backs earlier uh, damian williams james connor obviously they you know they did pretty well in this case you know we don't know what's happening with that offense yet in miami mm-hmm. um, but at that price point at that low of a draft that capital, I, I'm I'm going for Drake late like that. And, you know, would Austin, you? Not a lot I, I think
2: I'd rather have Belage later. Is that's my thing. Yeah, even later. Yeah, just in case, just cheap throw in and let him sit there new, and new coach, new offense. Yep. See which guy pops. For he's all explosive. Season. I'm kind of. Yeah, I, I feel like he needs uh, holes to break through. Though I don't know if he's going to make all the plays by himself, but. I'm he curious. a to bigger, see. faster Drake. Yep. If he does break away, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I want Balaj cheaper.
1: I like that. I, Balazs is really cheap right now. Well, I mean, his value last year was obviously better. But just so, some context, looks like in that auction I was just talking about, you know, it's just a 12-teamer. Kenyon Drake was bought for 40 bucks. Devonta Freeman, 61 Chris Carson, $4 more than Drake, at $44. Uh, wow just some context. Philip Lindsay, 76 bucks. Leonard Fournette 84 bucks. Wow. Derek Henry, 69. But you do have bucks. that thousand dollar budget. The so. value there. Yeah, thousand dollar budget. So, so it's nice yeah.
2: to drink that list you just said um you had Drake and McKinnon at 30 31. Where is on Johnson on that list? Mm, Alright, talk for a second. Uh it was thirty and thirty-two.
0: James White was actually thirty-one Wedged between them, which is gross. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's a value, man. James White. Uh I get it.
0: I don't like <laughs> Patriots running back. I don't backs, want a piece of they, it, bro. They,
1: based on production, yeah, I don't go for the, for the pass running backs. I have them like the plague, honestly.
0: I mean, I get James White, RB31, Sony Michel is all the way up at 13. Like, James White outproduced him by, you know, leaps and bounds this year, which mm-hmm. this pains year. me in my heart to say, but... Kenny Galladay, nope, that's not what you said. Carry on Johnson is RB 15. So it's Tony oh, wow. 13. That's Aaron, not cheap at all. Aaron Jones 14, Carry on Johnson 15. Bye bye bye. Yeah, Cornette's at 16. I mean, I'll take Carry on over Fernette.
2: I'll take Carry on over Connor.
1: I'll take Carry on over both. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, I like the spot he's at. It's still reasonable. And yeah, I'm, that's I'm nice 15.
2: Uh, he's. I'm surprised he's that high up. I like it. Yeah, but even so. at that
1: cost, it's, I think it's a value too. Um,
0: yep. All right, so last night on Super Flexible, we got a little bit into some free agent talk. I'm going to try my best not to say <laughs> the two wide receivers here, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Golden Tate and Tyrell Williams kind of seemed like the name that I, I guess I put it every damn team that we talked about, apparently. That's what the guys made fun of me for. You you,
1: you put them on everybody's team that needs a wide receiver.
0: Yeah, they're like, what about this team? I'm like, Golden Tate sounds good there. Like, every (laughs) single team got Golden Tate. I'm like, I think it'd work out perfect. Let's put Tyrell Williams on the outside. (sighs) And then then they get Le'Veon
2: Bell. They're good to go.
0: I'm just saying. (laughs) I had fun last night, um, yeah, for sure. but Golden <laughs> Golden Tate, Tyrell Williams, are we buying either one of
1: those guys now looking to flip on the landing spot or? Are we, I was a big to... Golden Tate guy, guy, guy for a long time. He was consistent. He, he presented a value in the startup drafts because you weren't paying a lot for him. And year after year, he's pumping out that you know wide receiver to action or you know, sometimes better. Yeah. Um, he, he, he exceeded, he was a profit. For you, you you got better from him than you paid for him. Uh, now I don't know if that's the case. He's older. He's not on the same team as the comfort, you know, cushion for Matt Stafford. I just I don't I I'm more interested in Tyrell Williams, a um, little younger. Uh, I know he drops a lot of balls, um, but I've I've seen I, th- I think he can be better than he's been, and that that's goofy. He's playing with one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he's used you know a lot in the slot, and I just think Tyrell Williams could be a little more than he is, and he's still going for. Uh, cheap more cheaply than Golden Tate, so he's a guy I'd look to buy. Tate, I'll keep him if I have him. I think you know, unless someone knocks my socks off with a deal, I'll, I'll part with any player. Uh, I'm just going to hold on to him, but I'm not really going after Golden Tate anymore. It's the age and it's the change of teams.
2: Well, and Tyrell Williams at wide receiver, 63. Oh wow, value, value, value. Even I what you said about the price of Tate, Madman, because I would love to buy Golden Tate, but I feel like anybody I approach yeah. still likes him more than me.
1: Yes, exactly. They're willing to, yeah, they want more than you're willing to pay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the thing with all this stuff. I love certain players. I don't love other players, but also, you know, if something screams value to me, I'm going to try to take advantage of that and make my team incrementally better. Um, and as a as a stash guy, as, as a, a depth guy, I'm constantly trying to turn over the bottom of my rosters. I know that's, a lot of people do that, but that's just, you got to continually improve your rosters. And the way to do that is to look just, Keep your finger on the pulse of values around the league, and I don't, I don't know them all, but you know, you you have to know if guys out there are going after players or not, and and sell them as highly as you can.
2: Yeah. And uh, to drink, I know you're going down that list of ADP, and I'm guessing this player's ADP will change. I have no idea where it's at, but are you guys at all interested in Larry Fitzgerald now that he said he's going to play for at least one more year?
1: <sighs> That's a toughie, man. Who doesn't want Larry Fitzgerald on their team, right? Yeah. <laughs> it would come down to cost if I needed a wide receiver on one of my dynasty teams. And I'm in contention. Of course, I'd love to have Larry Fitzgerald be part of the you know wide receiving stable. I, but I just don't see going after a guy just like with Antonio Brown, anybody that's kind of at the very end of their career, I'm trying to cash out. If I can, I've held on to guys too long, Gronkowski, Antonio Brown. I've done it. Yeah. Trying to win. And, 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 you know, ho- hopefully that can ride these guys into the sunset, you know, but,
2: well, you got it. You got Shane talking it, you out I'm of selling after. Antonio Brown every time you're ready.
1: Oh, really? Is that true? I,
2: I feel like he, um, I feel like he, just from listening to your guys' show, I could be wrong, but I feel like just from listening to your guys' show that he will hold on to some of the older players a little longer. Maybe I'm wrong. Who's that? Me? Shane <laughs> Manila.
1: Oh, um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think he's done that. Uh, Sipes is another one, though. Uh, he, he likes to hold on to players. He, he goes for the. You know the sure thing. He's a guy in the startup drafts that's not punting. You know he's he's going for now and next year, right? See, I uh, won't. So-
2: I, in a startup, I am staying young. I'm not getting Larry Fitzgerald until I'm confident I'm gonna make it to the playoffs. I don't want to say win, but we all get confident we're gonna win. But even if we don't, so Larry Fitzgerald almost needs to be on a non contenders team, and I want him cheap. I would pay <laughs> you a third for him, maybe a late second.
1: Yeah,
0: if I'm one piece away, I'll give the second. I said that earlier, especially you know, like trying to make that run Absolutely. didn't quite turn out. But uh, you got to like at least the sounds of what the new offense will be, and I think that's also you know just another uh, example of Larry Fitz kind of maybe staying around for the organization to help them out rather than, yeah. than just bail too.
1: Yeah, but he's a wide receiver three, you know, a high end wide receiver three, a couple points out of being a wide uh, from a couple points away from being a wide receiver two in PPR. Ahead of with Al- one of the John worst
0: Jeffrey. offenses we've seen in a while, right. ahead of <laughs> Alshon
1: Jeffrey, so he's still able to do it, and absolutely worth a second if you need that guy to help you, you know, run, run for a title. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he's been consistent, and and that's, so that's money well spent. If Larry.
2: you yeah. own Larry Fitzgerald, are you offended if I come at you with a third? I'm not offended, but I'm not it? taking it.
1: Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm not offended. I I don't think I'd take it either. I I mean, no, it's I, not I'd worth it to you. Let
2: him up. retire on your team.
1: Let him do the one more year because who knows if yeah. that third's going to pan out. It would just depend on the makeup of my roster. Now, if I am if I have a team that's really mm-hmm. young and Fitz is the only piece I have, I'll, I might barter with you, right? Yep. Try to get well, the third and maybe a young player or something. But
2: We'll see the thing. Well, see, it, I guess it depends on my contention cycle. But, I mean, I think Larry Fitzgerald, as long as he stays healthy for the season, you can still get that second or third from a mm-hmm. playoff team mm-hmm. at the end of the season like week. 11 and 12, you can probably still get a third for Larry Fitzgerald and see what happens. Unless he says he's retiring, right? If, if he uh, said he's
1: retiring, then you're not going to get anything.
2: Uh, well, I, I bought him at the end of this last season, kind of with oh, the I assumption that I, I might not ever get to use him again, you know, but I needed a wide receiver badge, so I think I paid a third for him. So I got him for basically a third. renting
1: him for the rest of the, the season. Yep. I, I get you now. Yes. So not, for, not looking toward the next year, but using him for your playoff run and stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. No, that makes
2: sense. Yep, so I did that. So I think that's a kind of player that you can hang on to throughout the season as long as he's healthy and throw him into a contender's lineup if you're not contending at that point.
1: Yeah, no, that's just smart. That's that's a good way to do it. So we're two dreams. I'm right
0: here. <laughs> I didn't go nowhere.
1: Do we have anybody else
0: or is it time to get into something like the two minute breakdown?
2: Oh no, we got trades. Goodness. Hold on.
1: <laughs> Don't mind I, me.
2: I'm buy- I'm all about buying that's Julio. What else-
1: that's what I was supposed to do right now. Oh, there. yeah, I love Julio Jones. I traded for him in our listener league for the HQ podcast and uh, traded for him. Yes. And I don't, I, I, think I needed him. I ended up winning the title, and he obviously helped me those past uh, the last couple of games. I'll have to look at who I would have started in his place, but I think he sealed the deal for me and helped me win. Um, but I wanted him anyway. And I, I made a good trade. I did give away some young pieces in a 16-teamer, which they're hard to get back, right? but I, I was you know, one of the better teams and I figured I, I had to get Julio to do it. I didn't have enough strength, at wide receiver and I've never been so excited to accept a trade because I'm just a big fan of his and I don't own him in enough
2: places. Yeah. So, I, I didn't own him anywhere leaving the season. And I think I have three or four Julio shares now just from going out and getting him. Right. And the price is right right now. I mean, you still have Not to like pay up, you have to pay up, but it, you don't, people are devaluing him because of his age and because of Ridley.
1: Yep. He's a good value to buy at this point. And, I tell all your listeners, buy Sam Darnold, too, because that's that's a guy yeah, to go like after. In the quarterback. Well, well, you, you
2: just like told them. Too. Yes. We'll we'll tell them, though.
1: Make sure they heard me. Every when
2: episode I... from now on, Madman said to buy Sam Darnold.
0: At least we're allowed to talk about Jets this year. We weren't
2: allowed
1: <laughs> to last year. <laughs> Why weren't you allowed
0: to? Because yeah. yeah, it was awful. They'll be the Dolphins next year. Blah, blah, blah. that'll go blah. well <laughs> right who's <laughs> excited for the season All right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get into a couple trades here um, from a do or die or do or dynasty I always mess that one up 10 man 2 quarterback half point 6 PPR your boy CMC or we got Lamar Jackson Philip Lindsay and a 2019 first it doesn't say which one I'm not sure why so 2
1: quarterback
0: league it is a 2 quarterback league but it's only 10 team 10-man. Oh, okay. Half point PPR. Swags goes first. Oh,
1: yeah. CMC so and who? I'll think about it while he's going. CMC and who was traded?
0: Lamar Jackson, Philip Lindsay, 2019 first, or Christian McCaffrey.
2: I want the McCaffrey back. side. The Philip Lindsay ruins that deal for me, unless I know <laughs> I can move him again.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: If it was another first, okay. a high first. Um, probably still a high McCaffrey. first and a mid
0: first, and Lamar Jackson or McCaffrey.
2: Probably still keep McCaffrey.
0: I feel like that's about what Phil... Lindsay's going for right mid first, and I get
2: all the like value, and I think it's a decent trade if you believe in Philip Lindsay. I don't. I think I would love to sell out of Philip Lindsay at this point, so I will not do that deal.
0: Little little side bit: this team also has tons of quarterbacks, so I don't even really need Lamar, Jimmy G, Mayfield, Donald, keep McCaffrey. Watch out, keep McCaffrey. All right, moving on. Madman didn't answer.
1: Yeah, no, I'm. I'm on CMC side for sure. I
0: already knew his answer. That's why I was oh. just looking yeah. for yours
1: well, And it's because you're not going to take three three sort of maybes, you know, for for one certainty. It's yeah. tough, Especially so. in the Tin
0: Man. Yeah. All right. At Ron underscore Washstash. It's pretty pretty dope name. Um, Twelve team PPR. Corey Davis and Dalvin Cook on one side. Watch out, heavy hitters against OBJ.
2: Who? I'll take that Dalvin and Corey Davis side, and I and I'm all about buying odell beckham jr but i mean it's dalvin cook that tipped the scale for me i've got dalvin and odell beckham jr pretty pretty close in my startup rankings whoa bad man
1: yeah i think it could go either way i i really just am disappointed with odell beckham uh he's acting like a junior uh he, i just uh yeah i'm not so I think is this
0: enough to cash out then
1: yeah he's he's been uh i that's the tricky part that's one i'd have to look at for a second you know for a minute um but I think I'm with Swags. I think I, I think I would take the uh, Corey Davis, um, Dalvin Cook side. I love Dalvin Cook. I hope he's turned a corner and, and things are going to work out. But I, I think if you're getting two um, starters for your roster in that case, just the opposite of Christian McCaffrey. In this case, you're getting two two guys to plug in, and you know Odell Beckham Jr. when when he's not punching a uh, you know machinery on the side of the sidelines there, uh, and he's playing. I, I've been disappointed <laughs> with him lately. I just don't, yeah. I think you could do better. I and, love, I love so some
0: Dalvin, but Corey Davis still worries me. I don't know if I'd make this move that way. And, and then look to trade Corey Davis on a, you know, one of the first decent games he has yeah. this season.
1: Try to get more yeah. than, than what that, than that, what that offer is. I mean, I think, he could. Yeah. Uh, but Dalvin cook, like swag said, I mean, I don't really hold him below Odo Beckham jr. And, you know, and with just that one piece and then you throw in Corey Davis, but yeah, ultimately always try to get more, but, um,
2: yeah, so we have grade.
1: 545 votes on this one,
0: and OBJ size went in 66%. Man. Still still a little time on that one, too. So a lot of movement there. That gives us a lot of
1: people to trade with, if that's any indication, yeah, right? Absolutely.
2: Well, that's Very true. Odo Becker Very Jr. True. is uh, an easy sell. Not not I mean, I'm right, not saying well, I want to sell him. I'm saying if you own him, he is easy to sell. Okay, so let's let's
0: stay there for a second. How about OBJ or Amari and a random 2020 first? I guess it's the sell OBJ show, even though it's supposed to be a buy show. Um, I Whatever.
2: want the Odell Beckham Jr. side of that. And I I, I really want some Amari Cooper. I would love sure to be. buy some Amari Cooper, but I want the Odell Beckham Jr. side of that. That's a tough one, though. I'd have to look at that and be like, huh, what's happening here? Either play or die or anything? And I'd have to go check that right. out. <laughs> 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 I think i
1: agree again on that one. But I, I could be uh, persuaded to probably take either side of that deal, depending on my team.
0: Is it the twenty twenty first for you? If I had a number like the one o three in the nineteen class, does that feel better for you, or do you want to come back for that random twenty twenty first?
1: <clears throat> Actually, I you know I, I guess I missed that it was a twenty twenty first. Now I I don't want any part of that side. But now that you've made it a twenty a twenty nineteen first, now I would you know consider taking either side of that depending on my team. Somehow I missed that it was a twenty twenty first. You say it so fast. Do you think I'm smart or something? I write this down. <laughs> man. Well,
0: it's half the, the time, time I just make up been my own shit. Fast. Anyways. <laughs>
1: Right, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> at all, what, is mad- <laughs> what is madman drinking? That's what we really need to know. Uh, 50 right down the board, uh, 220 nice. votes, 111 so both
1: sides. Huh. It's a tricky one, especially with the 2019 first. You'd be torn
0: for sure. Um, uh, you know what? I'm not going to ask this one because that will give away too much for our two minute breakdown question. so I know we, we kind of zoomed through those uh, apparently auctioner style. As I will now be try to try to go super fast for your questions. But <laughs> any, any other trade swags? Oh, let's do ours. Let's do ours real quick. But what yeah. we did? What did we do recently? We did Ingram and Hooper and Bolash. Were there picks in there? Um, Side we had.
2: I can pull that were up. Were there picks involved?
0: Want. I don't remember. We were gonna do that last night. Keep me, well, yeah. but we didn't do it.
2: Yeah,
0: I think it's a tight end premium league that's a start one tight end, or is it two? Start two, yeah, mm-hmm. start two tight ends. So, Evan Ingram on one side, Hooper and Kellen Bellage on the other. I don't believe there were picks in that one, but you usually try to squeeze something out on me. Yeah, I'm, I'd be I'm...
1: fine with the person getting Hooper and Bellage in that trade just based on the letdown of Evan Ingram. Um, I, yeah, you're starting two tight ends and Hooper being one of them is you're doing well. Um, I have Hooper on quite a few teams and, you know, he, he's. I'm sh- sure teams weren't ha- other teams weren't happy that I had him. Right. Because he, he did better than expected. Yeah, that would be t- it would be if I own Evan Ingram, it would be tough for me to part with him for those two players
2: even though Perfect. Austin Hooper finished ahead of him by right. seven tight end spots
1: <laughs> right no yeah I know this year he did right um so that trade was that Kalen, Bellage, Kalen Bellage
2: Kalen Balazs to the Dolphins fan Austin Hooper two 20, 20 thirds oh, yeah, and yeah. then I took the back pick. Evan Ingram and a twenty twenty second.
1: I like getting Ingram in the second for that package of players yeah um, but I, I know the second that is trash finished. you already said that no but, but Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> this whole trade is actually trash i don't know if you have an ingram why you trade him away from trash back, not but... he trades
0: offer
2: he got <laughs> his like boy he got his boy ballage. Ballage. he needs a running back
0: i did need a running back and i felt like the difference between hooper and ingram wasn't grotesque it's pretty similar and... more
2: similar than i Who probably Who is wanted older
0: to be. between hooper and
2: ingram um ingram by two months correct oh uh, like two months, yeah. Like I thought,
0: there was a couple of years difference in there. It's literally two months. So,
1: so you guys exchanged players that each of you, you, you each got players that you liked wanted. That you yeah. on your teams. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I it's one it. of it the quicker time,
0: right? deals. Me and me and me and Swag's made. It probably only took a few
1: hours.
2: Yeah, two or <laughs> three hours. And accept.
1: Ah, good. Yeah, we talked on the show last night. I it occurred to me that I don't think Shane and I have ever in and we're in multiple leagues. Have ever made successfully made a trade you should get one I done.
0: It,
1: who have similar strategies uh sykes and i a lot of times and like the same players it's kind of uncanny but we've actually made several deals um even in leagues where we you know compete against each other and shane's not in it but yeah shane just we can't you think yeah, i'm gonna have to look for something i you get know he values players so differently that i I've just got to take advantage of that sooner or later
2: yeah
0: yeah, me and Swags are very different sometimes in some player values. I feel like we've had a trade talk that basically went on a year. I mean, obviously there's some, some <laughs> stoppage in there, but That's we come cool. back to the same players. Like every other time we start talking trades, like it'll always end up to like these couple of players. And eventually we were just like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah,
2: he, He's a it. very heavy wide receiver guy and I'm a very heavy running back guy. So we, so always, we always have what the, the other what the other team needs, but like we'll be getting a team done and then he'll last minute go after my Sony. And I'm just like, dude, you know, I don't want to move him for that guy. Like, you you know what I mean? Right. And it's a fair deal and everything, but it's like, dude, come on, you know, I'm not doing that. And, but then I'll do the same thing. Like, dude, you, I told you it's gotta be Amari. And he's like, you know, I'm not doing that. you know. So, <laughs> I'll do the deal right now if it's Amari. And he's just like, okay, yeah. well about that.
1: It could, it could be. Yeah, so running backs and wide receivers, that's great that you guys value them so differently. I mean, that, you're, you're built in trade partners. Those are my favorite leagues, like I said, where people value players differently. They're not afraid to go after the guys they like. I and mean, that's the best part about playing dynasty football. It's not just to hold on to players. And it's to see all those things happen in the rookie drafts. And, you know, oh, you know, you took a player I wanted, so I'm going to get on Johnson and I'll, I'll give you this. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> It's just uh, that the leagues that that stagnate are the leagues that nobody does anything except draft and right. because it's if you're if you're not doing anything else if you're not trading or
2: they get at least boring to get players people go or, away yeah, just, and
1: yeah you have sixteen it's like redraft it's you have sixteen weeks you know or seventeen weeks of fun and the rest of it's just awful
2: yeah and another nice thing about dynasty 2, and I think we bring that up a lot is. Uh... Just when you can take care of your team needs and sometimes you have to kick value a little bit to the curb, not completely, you know, but you're like, oh, I really need this, you know, and I think team needs sometimes comes into value. You know, it's kind of one of those things like that you can try to sell a player, but Only if you have a buyer and sometimes you have to find the team with needs or I don't know. And sometimes when you have that buyer, you have to jump on it. A perfect example is um, I was trying to get Robert Foster from a guy for a a week, a couple weeks ago, you know, and then he came back to me last night and sent me a trade Mm -hmm. for Robert Foster. And I'm not as into Robert Foster this week. Yeah,
1: you missed out, buddy. (laughs) Like, You know what I mean? I
2: I still like the guy. I'm not trying to say that I wouldn't buy Robert Foster, but the deals I sent him a couple weeks ago, I don't think I would send today. Sure. So sometimes you got to hop on that and just don't play the game. It's like, no, dude, I'm actually giving you a really great deal and you've shit on it twice and I'm done, you know?
1: Yeah, you missed your window. I mean, that's the thing, the fluctuating player values. There's so many ways to offer trades and, you know.
2: I was your market. Yeah.
1: And, and I'm like you, um, what you said rings true. There are guys out there that won't trade unless they're clearly gouging somebody and winning a uh, trade. And yeah. It has to be noticeable. I, I don't need it to be like that. If I bought a player cheaply and I'm selling him higher, that's enough profit for me right there. Yep. And if I'm, what I'm getting matters to me more than what I'm giving away. Where I got a player I like, well, I won. I don't need to like ice the cake or anything. And like you said, better player, you're willing to pay a little bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be in leagues with like eleven sharks, right? Because right. They're, they're not going to trade either unless they're ripping me off, right? Every time. I don't mind them ripping me off one out of ten, right, or half the time, but not all the time.
2: Yep. That person that you can just tell, like the only way you're getting a deal done is if you let them bend you over a little bit.
1: Yeah, it is funny <laughs> how many of those guys there are in leagues that just they they think the deal that they offered you, you should take it, and they'll sell you on. Why you should take it. Meanwhile, it's totally. I hate that man when they're trying to tell you why
2: something's going to be good or why (laughs) your player sucks, and they're helping you out. And it's like, dude, if you don't like him, I don't even want him on your team. Completely, honestly. Oh no, I I want him. No, no, dude, you just completely shit on him. Like, I'm. We're done. (laughs) Like,
1: (laughs) one of my good friends that I've been playing fantasy football with since the beginning is that guy. He's all. I'm like, well, why do you want this player so badly? If you're trying to give these guys away that you just said are so awesome, sounds to me like you just sold yourself on the players you're trying to trade. Right? People. Yeah. Like it reminds me of that um, Adam Sandler skit when he and this is going back a ways, but like about joining the cult. You're going in, getting a free haircut. Just do it. (laughs) The guy that's trying to convince you to do something stupid and crazy. Like (laughs) I I realize I call myself the madman, but it's just a joke. You fuck. Ah, seriously.
2: He had to ruin it on Fantasy Football Breakdown. We can say <laughs>
0: fuck here, so it's okay. Oh, I didn't mean that part. I meant
2: that I thought he was a crazy madman.
1: Uh, yeah, I can, okay. I
2: can be. Okay, That's exactly it's what
0: a it's guy back. would want you to think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that <laughs> he's not crazy right.
0: that's exactly what those be. fucks say <laughs> like, no seriously like, hey, I'm man, not man. I'm Honestly, not man, crazy
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> the only way that you can uh, deal with the problem is to admit you have one so just admit you're crazy You never <laughs> your I'm not doing it <laughs> uh, I'm in denial
2: alright that's all said unless you guys want to get some more buys in are we ready to get over to the two minute breakdown sure I think,
0: I think it's time so, Madman, this uh, your first experience with a two-minute breakdown. Here, we're gonna ask you twelve random ass questions.
2: I think he did them a, a while back, yeah, but he did them with I Shane Manila. <laughs> yeah, Shane oh, answered every smart. question and
0: went
1: first every time, or something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and took like seventeen minutes to do it. Yeah, yeah. so this will be good. You're you're bound you're bound to get better at it than last time. So you know what's going on. This time we have a new timer. Um, so you're going to hear it start to beep like a bomb. And when that happens, you got like five seconds. So just spit them out. I need first, first instant reaction here. Swags, are you ready? Oh, and you get a skip
1: if you want. Oh, wait, wait. So who goes first? Like, how do we do
0: that? You you are are the question
2: asker or answer. Swags gave me six.
0: I used a couple and, uh, I made up the rest. Yeah.
2: So these Uh, are all for you, madman.
0: He's going to sit back and look pretty or just sit back. Okay.
2: All right. Whenever you're ready to drink.
0: Hit it and now your two minute breakdown dwayne haskins nfl comparison is who go
1: oh my god tom brady
0: gross (laughs) ebron or jack doyle next year ebron
1: Never.
0: i like it what's the three words you don't want to hear from your spouse when having sex (laughs) that's too big honey i'm home (laughs) hey see now you had time to think about something funny man (laughs) why was the computer so tired when it got home i don't know it had a hard drive but oh my god what's what's the worst what's the worst show you have watched because of your kids
1: the worst show i've watched because of my kids oh my god i don't have the name at the tip of my tongue i'm sorry but yes oh my god i'm gonna have to pass there's so many
0: all right regression candidate for 2019
1: is oh my god
0: just so broad. Dude, um, there's so I'm many. Uh, right just now. pause a
1: second. Don't give me the timer. Just let me think for a second. <laughs> you, you oh, there's no pause. Bro. There's
0: no pause. Todd Gurley, you bastards. Perfect. I don't know.
1: That's a bad answer.
0: You have a you have a knife on you, and then you get one more item to go hiking with. A lighter, a compass, or a shovel? Shovel. You can remove one state from the United States. It's either Michigan or Florida. Tell me why. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, uh, it's probably going it to be more all the crazy way. people come from there. But it's Fuck like, you, moving on. To be New England, <laughs> if, even though-
0: moving on. <laughs> moving on, damn it. If Bill Gates spent $1 million a day, how long before he is broke? Uh, five years. 218 years. Really That's close to insane. your guess.
1: <laughs> I'm really good at math.
0: <laughs> will there be another off-the-rails episode? Oh. Yes. Nice. Nice. Mahomes tied Brady for second most all-time in the season. Touchdowns of 50. Peyton Manning set the record in 2013 with how many touchdowns? I don't know,
1: dude. 50. 49 and a
0: half. He had to have more. 55. One person had to jump in your car. The other has to watch your kids. You only have to watch Mike (laughs) and or Shane Manila. Swags gets in the car. Negative. You didn't listen, and I have to re-answer this one. One person gets to jump your car. The other has to watch your kids, and you only have two options. Michael Sipes and Shane Manila. Who's doing which?
1: Uh, Shane watched the kids. Sipes start the car because I would just love to see Sipes start a car. <laughs> and and your see, kids he not drive. Like nobody's business. Yeah, word. I mean uh, Shane has a babysitter. Holy crap! That'd be amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I heard on the kids show. would be swearing it. when We'd they came back. <laughs> right.
1: We've actually he's like yelled at his kids on the show and forgot to mute himself, I and mean, <laughs> like seriously the best outtakes ever.
0: <laughs> so become a Patreon so you can hear that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. there will definitely be uh, off the rails it's just timing we have guys all over the earth and getting together at the same time yeah. doing it during the day would be the best for several of us like you guys do mm-hmm. and um so i think sometime we need to get like a round table together on a weekday like this with a bunch of us and um uh, you know call it madman's madhouse or something we'll do like a madhouse yeah there you go podcast. we're not really you know, crazy so crazy yeah. We're not really, we're not really crazy.
0: Man. All right, so I need to know what's the you got. You got a couple seconds to think about it. What's the worst show you've had to watch
1: because you're kids? Um, I don't like Phineas and Ferb, even though that's one of the better ones. I think. Um, they watch one that I can't stand, but I think it's on YouTube. Like these kids that like it's not even a real show. These kids like. Um, do things that their dad asked them to do and taste food and stuff. I'm like, why are you watching this? I'd rather watch my dad paint than watch this show. Um, but some of the show. Cool, they do watch some cool ones, man. The what are the, the, the ones with like the the little uh, slugs or whatever they are, the, um, what the hell kind of creature are they? I laugh my ass off at that show all the time.
2: There are those shows, though, that you're watching and you all of a sudden catch yourself laughing. and You're like, how oh, is this not that bad? <laughs>
0: Like my my daughter's not even in here. She's in the other room playing. I'm sitting here watching their show for the last you know episode and a half.
2: <laughs> yep. What are you oh, doing? They, yeah, watching you Teletubbies?
0: We're How super moms. I have one five year old daughter.
2: I have a Dude, watch
1: Larva. Your kids watch Larva. You gotta watch Larva. I'll That's check the show out I think Larva. Of it. My daughter. so time they watch that. it, I'm like, turn it I've up. seen that
0: on. The...
2: <laughs> turn it up. <laughs>
0: Crank that up for Dad in the kitchen. He can't hear me? It.
1: It's like it's like old school cartoons. It's absolutely ridiculous, um, but I, I definitely enjoy it. And I'm like, and some of the movies we've wa- we've watched with the kids, like Secret Life of Pets, was hysterical. Yeah. You know, Over the head. Some of them are tolerable, right? And then, of course, their favorite movie will be one you can't stand. You've seen like nine hundred times with them. But yeah, get 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 them to like Larva, and then you can sit back and drink and, and just watch it. It's hilarious.
0: All right, I'm adding it
1: to my Netflix right now. <laughs> Dude, you gotta, you gotta I definitely remember me.
2: seeing that. Yeah, he's gonna be watching his know. lunch break on his phone at work off Netflix tomorrow. Right. I'm gonna but- watch it on my lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: guys have inspired me. Well both of you watch it and then message me and tell me if you genuinely your, like your just lunch
2: like- break that you get when we stop recording. You mean? <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: yes yes <laughs> exactly 11 30 i only skipped one meeting
0: about to start watching longer, <laughs> oh buddy. man i'm Got sorry
1: <laughs> i actually have a call at 11 30 but uh, at noon i am Perfect. definitely gonna i am definitely gonna crack, crack open another coffee and watch, watch-
2: <laughs> <laughs> crack open another coffee <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> hell, yeah it man this has been a bro. hell of a good time yeah. for sure
1: same here, man. Thanks for having me on. I, I love you guys. I love you. You're doing good work and all that. And thanks for doing this during the day while I'm still awake. I actually feel like I can I can try to keep up with the two-minute drill a little bit. Um, if you did that at night, I would just be like, Shane, uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep. Welcome, Matt, is always here, bro.
1: Thank you, my man. First keep group. up the good work, you guys.
2: Yep. Tell them who you are and where to find you. We'll get out of here.
1: I am at DFF underscore madman. Jeremy Browent is my name. Uh, I work at Fantasy Pros, Dynasty Football Factory, um, where I edit. Um, but the biggest thing is the podcast, Dynasty Trades HQ. So um, I hope you guys listen to it every week. We have a ton of fun over there. And, uh, you know, any questions about trades, let us know. We have three guys that never agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you a lot. You Pick, no you pick
2: your poison. <laughs>
0: He's at DFF underscore swag. I'm at fl 2 Middleman at FF underscore breakdown. Hit that shit up. We're getting close, bro.
2: Yeah? We're getting close. We're the hell out of here.
1: A lot of episodes, you guys. It's good to see you running strong.
2: It's a couple. We're trying to get to 149. We're well, here with 150 is the mark. We're, still at like We're just going to get to 149 and then get a new RSS feed that's <laughs> <Just> start <laughs> <off>. <laughs> all right we did it next next
1: show <laughs> how many people build an RSS feed is. it's like one of those inside jokes that you like.
0: <laughs> yeah we like to single out like one percent of our audience as as <laughs> yeah, <for> sure, <laughs> they're looking at
2: they're
1: googling RSS feed
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what what yeah. we'll we'll send you an RSS feed soon <laughs> <laughs>
0: DM the show at ff underscore breakdown for that RSS. <laughs> Just handing them out like candy. Absolutely, buddy. Why is the music still fucking playing?
1: Breakdown. Just put it on loop forever. You guys should hear it. this song, man. Do some, do a little Tom Petty. Breakdown. Go ahead and give it to me. <laughs>